0: Zuckbinders Binders is the go-to album company for professional photographers looking for a high-quality partner. For 26 years, they've been servicing mid- to high-end studios like Washington Photo and complement this with a full suite of services such as album design, image selection, photo editing, video editing, and website design. Visit them at ZuckBinders.com and listen to the podcast with their founder, Mark Zucker, on episode 7 and 53.
1: Hi everybody, this is Jack, and I just wanted to say welcome to February 2021, and thank you for the 6,000 downloads in less than six months for the Visual Wild podcast. We really appreciate the support. We appreciate the emails, the Apple Podcast reviews. We couldn't have asked for more in our short time on the air. Check out the VisualWild.com website. It's been recently overhauled and revamped, leaner, meaner, and cleaner. Sponsorship pages there as well. Sign up for classes. Sign up for a portfolio reviews and we just really wanted to say once again thank you thank you so much for your support
2: on with today's episode
0: next up on visual wow that flexibility
2: is the everything nowadays you know when you never actually meet someone and you only ever view them and you're able to still make that connection that's it's kind of our new norm
0: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to visual wow The podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartzman.
1: So welcome back, Visual All Listening audience. I am Jack Hartzman, your host here today with the incomparable MC Purnell, Washington talent, born and bred, or some facsimile thereof. <laughs> uh, uh, Purnell, listen, it's been uh, it's great to have you here on the program, and uh, and there are so many exciting things happening. Uh, let's let's not spend too much time dwelling on the poop that is COVID nineteen, other than for me to say to you as one of the. Uh, executives and the owner of the photography division at washington talent that you uh probably have stepped up to the plate as much if not more than anyone else in our company and went from uh kind of out of work mitzvah d uh, dj mc mm-hmm. into working side by side with the incomparable jake sherman and and really truly running the back office along with uh, our skeleton crew shauna and uh, and David and Chuck and, and Robert just kind of barreling away and keeping Washington talent uh, phones being answered and and the likes. Well, you, amazing job you've been doing. Tell me about it.
2: Uh, it's it's pretty chaotic to be honest with you. So I come from a I'm an old school kind of business mentality. I'm very corporate in my mind, not on how I look or present myself. But uh, with uh, once again, we're not going to focus on COVID too too much, but. With uh, so many different changes and the way the industry has been moving, it's been very difficult to stay on top of everything all at once, as you know yourself, Jack. You have to branch out and create these new skills in order to stay relevant in today's market. And while handling the update in COVID and the vaccines coming on people feeling more compelled to actually host events... It's only been ramping up more and more and more. And as we ramp up, my responsibilities just seem to continue to skyrocket. So it's very difficult to try to stay on the cutting edge of marketing, keep up with sales, which is a good problem to have. And then also try to, try to stay creative in your approach when doing an event either virtually or in person nowadays. So it's been, it's been chaotic to say the least, but there's worse things in the world. I could be sitting at home like I'm currently doing, but not doing anything at all.
1: Well, I want to. I haven't said this on the podcast for several, several, almost two months now. But mm-hmm. you were one of the people on the inner circle, you and your lovely wife, who got to come to the to the hartsman patio where we did so many podcasts and had so many wonderful uh, meals during the beginning of COVID. Uh, I think you were also over for Monopoly night we had on a Saturday night here uh, <laughs> around Memorial Day weekend.
2: You and mean the night that I just continually won all night long? Is that what you're talking about? That, that night? is exactly that is exactly <laughs> it.
1: But I, I I bring it up because because, you know, back then, I remember the trials and tribulations that you and the rest of your team were going through at Washington Talent, dealing with cancellations and postponements literally uh, every 15 minutes at the office. Every phone call was another uh, another customer totally frustrated with not knowing which way is up. Yeah. Here we are, you know, six months later. And, and I don't know about you, at least I've watched on the photo side that since the word vaccine Came out in the uh, in the media uh, eight weeks ago, ten weeks ago. Forget about the election, but just the word vaccine started coming out, and all of a sudden the phones are ringing off the hook, and everybody thinks the coast is clear, and it's time to start planning parties again.
2: Yeah, it's uh, the floodgates. I mean, it, I noticed it more when the thirty first of December turned to the first of January, and then there was a one after the two in twenty twenty, and it was it was the floodgates. It was like a dam just broke through and. Before you know it, everyone is just like a wave of relief. And then you're right. As the new news came out about a magic shot or two shots, it was like they turned that that dam and they just completely tore it down. Um, and it's like I said, there's worse things that have happened. I mean, I see the bookings coming for, with Jack Hartsman's name all over it.
1: Well, it's uh, always about the Jack Hartsman bookings. Let's not let's not forget that. And I got to tell you, <laughs> as I'm uh, I don't normally do this, but, uh, you know, you and I made the spontaneous decision to do Facebook live today. Yeah. Uh, and I'm watching the registry showing up on Facebook right now. Big shout out to Jacqueline Bernstein and Eric Walker for joining us online. Uh, we love to see you guys, uh, supporting the cause and, 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 you know, kind of coming back to the the bookings. Um, are you like, I, I, I booked three events today for myself Uh, in in two in June and one in October. Mm -hmm. Here we are in the middle of February and people are really just coming out of the woodwork trying to plan events right now how what is the general Washington talent philosophy how are we uh, I'm saying we but I'm asking you directly mm-hmm. how are we comforting our customers in in telling them the flexibility that we're going to have with them as far as what happens if we're playing an event and we go back into a lockdown or we have to deal with change numbers and uh, amounts of people we're allowed to have at events
2: how are you handling that on a daily basis you said the key word uh, there's there's a word that continues to come up daily, hourly, minute uh, even, minute by minute, the word flexible. In the very beginning uh, last year, no one knew how to handle this situation. And we started creating these policies because As Jack, you have seen and I have seen many of my friends and your friends that got into this business years and years ago are no no longer in business because they didn't use that word flexibility. And we were at the forefront of that. I feel like actually we're just lucky that we're part of a larger organization that uh, is very sustainable. But uh, as we tripped, fell, got back up, tripped, fell again, we realized that flexibility is the everything nowadays. People love that word because they know when they sign a contract or they're talking to MC Purnell or or photographer, the Jack, the photographer, they like to know that, hey, we don't know what tomorrow's going to look like more than you do, but just know that. The word flexible will be applied to everything that we can do in order to make something happen, whether it be something scaled down from what we originally intended on the same day or simply moving to a later time for when we can actually bring your vision and what you originally intended to do to light.
1: Yeah, copy that. I mean, it's all about the flexibility. I said that to somebody today. Uh, We're ready for you on June 5th. No matter how big or small your party ends up being, we're just going to go with the flow.
2: Exactly.
1: to to that, I'm going to give a shout out to our friends at the Ritz-Carlton of Pentagon City as their director of catering, Carol Sala, just joined our Facebook live group. Hi, Hi Carol. Carol. (laughs) Uh, Great to have you on board. Purnell and I are sending kisses and love. Uh, Hope to see you again sometime in the not-too-distant future. (laughs) And now, back to our regular schedule. Back to the regular
2: program show. (laughs)
1: Um, You know, Purnell, for all the things that you and the rest of the WTA team have done on the local side Mm -hmm. to accommodate the customer, something very big happened in the Washington talent world and our and our affiliate in philadelphia the philly event group our sister company uh our longtime man behind the uh the curtain bob mills who was running the philadelphia operation for most of the last decade uh decided to retire and our fearless leader robert sherman uh, made you the new man of philadelphia you're like Rocky, but not nearly as white. And I think uh, well, nowhere <laughs> near as white, <laughs> but marginally as white. Um, so t- tell me, uh, I know most people in Washington talent um, do not know about your Mid Atlantic uh, background in the Philly and New Jersey area. So why don't you bring them up to speed on that, and why you are the perfect fit to head up the uh, Philadelphia event group?
2: Yeah, it wasn't a, It wasn't even a question. Uh, we we knew that Bob Mills was going to be uh, retiring. Uh, he, had, he had given us notice a couple more than a couple weeks ago, actually, a couple months ago now. And Bob, he did an amazing job. You know, the Philly event group was nothing 10, 15 years ago. And Bob really came in, picked up the entire market, and put it on his back and grew it to this great Is that why foundation. he
1: walked around with such a hunchback? Because he yeah, had it all? Yeah,
2: I mean, when you're carrying that much business on your back, it's just, it kind of has an effect on your, especially on your throwing arm. Um, but he, he laid an excellent foundation. And, you know, Bob's been in business for years and years and years, decades. And after 40 years of working, You know, it's COVID. He did his time. He went to hang it up. So it was only natural for that baton to be passed to me because I did grow up in the Philadelphia area. I actually was born and raised in South Jersey right outside, 20 minutes outside the Philadelphia area. And I spent the better part of 25 years in that area. Excuse me. And when I got started in the industry, the events industry, as Jack, I know, you know. Um, but uh, when I was 18 years old, I started with a company in Northeast Philly called New York Entertainment. And I helped manage that company from I was 18 to my mid 20s. And then I called Washington Talent, you know, got the big break, got the big contract so inside to take my abilities down to the D.C. area. but. I never forgot my Philly roots. I never forgot my Jersey upbringing. And it was only it was a natural transition, although I'm here in the the D.C. metro area that I bring my knowledge back up to the Philadelphia area and kind of continue that growth that Bob had and what he created. Um, So I'm actually making a trip up to the Philadelphia area tomorrow, you know, God willing that uh, the snow really doesn't cause any more of an effect but we've got some great meetings lined up. I, I'm going to be up in that area more than once a month from here on out. So, Jack, unfortunately, you're not going to see me as often. I oh, apologize. my goodness. We're going to I open know. up the patio and you're not going to be there to party with us. Exactly. Or kick your butt in Monopoly. I'm sorry. Don't like that.
1: <laughs> but, but let's go on the record. You only kicked our butts in uh, all of us that were around the Monopoly table that night because you cheat like a runner. But anyway. That's true. I was I was the banker. <laughs> uh let's uh let's give a shout out to our friend Shauna who jumped us online here tonight. Yeah. Uh the best of the best. Shauna supporting the cause. And um, you know, I, I think uh I think Robert made a great decision to make you the Philadelphia guy. And quite frankly, I just thanked him for getting you out of the office more often so we don't have to see you as much.
2: <laughs> Um, it's too no, much energy I, at all times. I know I run at a hundred percent, a thousand percent of the time. When
1: I when I think about Philadelphia, once I get past cheesesteaks and Rocky and Hall Oats, you're the next thing I think about. That's And that's how it should be. It should be written in text that way. There you go. It's going to be the new emblem of downtown Philadelphia in front of the art museum. It's going to be right, for next, now, to Rocky. right next door to Rocky. That's, uh, that's going to be totally awesome. Uh, listen, I think it was a great decision and I wish you nothing but good luck on that department. And I think I you're going to be great up there. And uh, kind of before my days at Washington talent, I was a regular in Philadelphia. I, mm-hmm. Monica and I shot the opening of the Philly Convention Center and the Atlantic City Convention Center. One of our biggest customers are up there. And I literally used to push autopilot, and and I somehow I just kept getting to Philadelphia. So it's, it's a stone's throw away from us, or as I like to say, it's the other hour past Baltimore. Yeah, and, uh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so so to all the NACE and the uh, ILEA people up there, a look out, everybody. Purnell is on his way northbound.
2: <laughs> and I I'm a whirlwind. I've been I've been speaking with our acts and our representatives in the area, and they know. They're like, wow, like you are just a ball of energy at all times. I let them know. That's how. It's how I interact with everyone. I'm just always positive. I'm always just like very much running high.
1: Oh, that's great. And I, again, you know, uh, we have to give Robert credit for everything because every good idea in our agency comes from Robert, regardless of who might have helped him get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, just, sorry, Robert, that was just a little bit of a rib there, uh, but I wish you great <laughs> luck there. Um, I, I honestly, just because I love you dearly, I don't want you to go to Philadelphia tomorrow because the roads are going to absolutely suck. Oh, we're yeah. gonna let that. We're gonna let that go anyway. And I wish you great, great luck up in Philly and and uh, bring home as much kosher bacon as you can. That's uh, the plan.
2: Uh, I was the only reason why I'm actually going up there is to bring back the kosher bacon. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh,
1: during COVID, it was set aside in the Maryland State Legislature that um, uh, post COVID that shrimp and bacon bought in Montgomery County by Jewish people is going to be kosher. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's, it's not known in large circles, but in small circles, everybody knows about
2: it. I did not know that in our African American circles, we don't have anything like that. So I'm not too familiar. Well, <laughs>
1: stick around, stick around, kid.
2: Hey, uh, you know, uh,
1: we talked in the beginning of the program about how Monica and I parlayed into, uh, into the podcast, and you also have picked up a, a new online presence. Uh, why don't we tell the listening audience just a little bit about what you're doing when you're not uh, inside the domicile of Washington talent?
2: yeah, um uh, you know I, I work I log so many hours for Washington Talent. I would say uh, on a on an easy week, it's probably fifty hours, sixty hours on a week that's typical. It's usually about seventy to eighty. But I spend about another twenty to twenty five hours per week on a platform called Twitch. And for the viewers who are not familiar or if you've all, if you've heard the word but you're not really sure what the platform is, It's very simple if you've enjoyed playing video games or if you ever picked up a video game in your life this platform was created as an audience for people to watch other people play video games now it's not as simple as oh i'm going to pick up mario you're going to watch me play mario you're actually viewing me interacting with me and chatting with me either in my in my uh, headphones or live just like on a zoom chat And, uh, and through that platform, you're able to give donations or you're able to, uh, cheer on, you're able to do a lot of things. But what I've noticed, I've been at that for about about the same amount of time as you, Jack, actually. So about nine, 10 months, I've met some really great people. I've made some really great friends, uh, through that platform. And it's kind of weird when you, you know, when you never actually meet someone and you only ever view them and you're able to still make that connection, that's, it's kind of our new norm now, right? You know there's sure, online, absolutely, yeah, online dating, there's online everything, and now there's online friendships through these many platforms, podcasts, switch, uh, does your wife know
1: about does your wife know about your online friends because I concern about that. <laughs>
2: She, she actually does. She, so she actually watches my my broadcasts pretty pretty nightly. Actually, so I um so for I I, I go to work at ten o'clock. I get home around seven or eight. I still log a couple more hours, and then I'll sign on to Twitch from nine thirty to 1.30 in the morning. And then I get up and repeat the process all over again. So, dude, you should be spending way more time with Lilia than working
1: on <laughs> Stitch. I'll tell you that 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 doesn't that doesn't that doesn't work anything. Hey, big shout out to Melissa. Uh, our our bride that we've been working with for next year.
0: Oh, uh, Melissa
1: Ventry, what's up? <laughs> yeah, Melissa, hey, welcome to the program. Uh, this is what uh, Purnell and I are doing when we're not trying to plan people's weddings. Uh, we are, we're we're we are, just
2: shooting a breeze over here. Oh, I, by the way, I hope you guys like the new house. This is the new digs. This is, that's why there's nothing in the background at all.
1: <laughs> uh, the, yeah. We have to get the, the, uh, the, the, the new, the new house Pernell fund together uh, on how to get furniture into your new
2: place. <laughs> I I got a lot of flack about that, but you know what, Melissa, she did contribute to the fund. So big shout out to Melissa. Thank you so much. Yep. She's saying all sorts of nice things out there.
1: <laughs> hey, so, so let's kind of get back down to the business side of, yep. of how we're dealing with, and you know what, and Melissa's a great, she's a great, Melissa, do you mind if we talk about you publicly uh, in front of the entire world and uh, many countries abroad and about 6,000 people simultaneously?
2: Blink twice for a yes, blink once for no, Melissa. Exactly, exactly.
1: (laughs) So, but, but you know, Melissa's a great, a great uh, case study on somebody who. Uh, really tried to focus her attentions on planning her wedding Mm -hmm. and, and she wants the wedding of her dreams. And and that's what she should have. Her wedding is more than a year away. And, and she is like barreling past knowing, hoping, crossing fingers that most of the COVID stuff is going to be behind us. Mm -hmm. And, and, and we, as the vendor side of things, we have to create and prepare those moments. We have to figure out how to help her visualize what her special day is going to be like. And, and we've gone through a, a whole bunch of things to make that right for her. And, and do you, do you think that people are needing our help more on the visualization now than ever? Or do you think people are just totally trusting that whatever we say is going to be the gospel and let's knock it out of the park?
2: I, uh, I actually, I think it's a, it's a combination of, of the both actually, Jack. So for, especially for younger, younger clients, your young bride and groom. Um, I know when I was in my mid twenties, I, that's, that was my, my, mid to late 20s is my pit peak of attending weddings. Like, Are you
1: not 20 friends. anymore? No. You know, you're not
2: in 20s anymore? Look at the hair. I remember you know, your 20s. I remember your <laughs> 20s. <laughs> uh, so, what younger couples and younger families, younger everything are missing is that… Uh, that component of, of what's out there. Um, it's a lot different than when you can go and actually attend your cousin's wedding in 2020 uh, and you got, you, you got nothing to compare it to. You've got no homework. There, there wasn't a, there was nothing. So that's where relying on our experience and our, and, and our past and our judgment, excuse me, really comes into play. Um, and then you have to keep in mind that Because of Pinterest, because of all these other great sites that you can generate ideas with, uh, there are individuals like Melissa. I I am working with Melissa. She is very very in tune with what she's looking for, but that's only because of the amount of, of time that she's invested with researching online, comparing things online. So although she doesn't have the ability to go in person to a friend's wedding, and see what kind of flowers she liked or go to a, a photo session and see what kind of sessions she liked. She, she's done enough research uh, during this time to really have a comparison to. So she's she's combining with her my own experience with working with brides and grooms with her own research. And that's how we're able to have that happy medium of we're going to bring your vision to, to life and this is how we're going to do it.
1: Well, I, I, from where I was, uh, you created something pretty magical for her. Yeah. Um, Melissa had the ability to actually understand and want, if you will, one-stop shop. She wanted to call one person. You got to that. You built the confidence level with her, and you were able to basically Uh, Coordinate all the moving pieces of her of her wedding from music and from photography and video and photo with the whole nine yards, and and she was one of those people. uh, Melissa, sorry, I don't mean to talk about you in past tense. You are one of those people (laughs) that really um, seem to embrace the ability that Washington Talent has to bring all the vendors together under one roof uh, and with one phone call. So, from all of us at WTA. Um, We were not planning on talking about you uh, publicly or privately tonight, but since we saw you jump on, uh, kudos to you and to uh, your better half. Uh, We are so happy that you're part of our family. Uh, I personally am looking forward to the temperatures being a little bit less frigid like they are today and getting together with you guys for engagement pictures once the cherry blossoms come out. So... Um, So let's move past weddings. Let's uh, Mm -hmm. let's let's go over to the mitzvah market when you have younger, younger parents planning, usually their first family affair. How are you seeing things challenging in that area?
2: So that's a completely different market that we're dealing with altogether. And it's a different, completely different temperature. Uh, than what we're used to, right? Um, So what what I'm experiencing seeing in our office is that people are still a little timid. People are starting to pick up the phone, but they're still not ready to move forward. And the reason being is because what I believe is the demographic is a little bit older. Yes, there are kids involved. There's usually anywhere between forty to hundred kids, but we are talking about uh, the key demographic of the parents being a little bit older than a young couple getting married. A uh, young couple is going to be in their mid twenties, early thirties, whereas a bar bat mitzvah age uh, parents are going to be in their forties to sometimes young fifties. So what I'm seeing is people are still hesitant to pick up the phone and actually move forward. Now, I say that with a caveat because they want to start the conversation but they want to see news come out they want to see more positivity coming out of administrations out of governments and out of everything else So then they feel more confident about making a decision because to book mc pernell it's, it's 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 a lot of money it's a it's a huge commitment um and just like booking a band for a wedding client so it's slowly getting there but i feel like in a couple of weeks uh, because we do have a couple mitzvahs coming up that booked and they're like, come hell or high water. We're moving forward, Jack. We're going to make this happen. We are absolutely going to make it happen. We are, we <laughs> are turning the machine back on again. I, I think once we do those 10, 15, 20 mitzvahs in the spring, I, and then the work it's around that, Hey, it's possible. It's doable. Pick up the phone, call these guys. They'll make something happen for your kid because I, me personally, you know, I've been at this for 16 years, you know, being an entertainer, being a mitzvah entertainer specifically, for 16 years. And I've developed such a special bond with the Jewish traditions of a bar and bat mitzvah. Wait a minute. are you insinuating you are not Jewish? I, I I'm, I'm damn close, Jack. I'm like this close. Uh, I, I I didn't have the bris, so I'm missing that part. I got to go back and do that part all over again. Not going uh, there.
1: We're not going to open up that <laughs> subject right now.
2: <laughs> but uh, so it you know these bar and bat mitzvahs are near and dear to me. I it, it's something personal for me when I see my client, a 12 year old client, 13 year old client, and they're they just did their Torah portion and now they get to relax and they get this wave of relief over their face when they show up to their venue and they're. They're actually allowed to relax. And the fact that we're barring that without providing any solution sometimes, some parents don't want a virtual solution. They just want a party for right, them. Right, right. Um, so we have created many solutions for those individuals because I don't want to see a kid when he's 15, 16 years old because COVID's finally done, you know, and it's been three years. And it's completely eradicated. And now they're trying to do something three years later. And not for nothing, it's a teenager. It's hard to deal with a teenager at that age. So right. Um, well, before
1: yeah. before we jump into the next subject, before we talk about that, the virtual world, I. You know, back a few months ago, I was joking with some of my peers that I wanted to create a t-shirt that says 2024, the year of the high school senior bar mitzvah kid, you know, <laughs> because, because we have so many of the 2020 events that are being postponed. It's mm-hmm. going to be, the kids are going to be 16 or 17
2: years old by the time they
1: have their bar mitzvahs.
2: Exactly. So I, I it's, it's going to be a different experience and I don't, I don't like the way it's panning out, but whatever we got to do to get it done. Right. Right.
1: So absolutely. And, and you and I, look, we, we've known each other a long time and we, we you know, I, I've kind of been that that guy behind the camera at Washington Town and, and the different worlds you and I know each other. Um, you and I have uh, been relying on each other a lot the last six or eight months because you have been uh, my fallback, my safety net in the WTA virtual department. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, uh, we have uh, lassoed up the energies of our photo, our video and our MCs. To be able to provide Zoom services for weddings, for bar mitzvahs, and we're going to also talk about something we don't talk about at Washington very often, the funeral market. Yeah. Um, weddings and bar mitzvahs are things that we can obviously control by dates. We get advanced notice. Sometimes short notice is a, is a week or three or a month or two. Yeah. But the funeral market, we can't control when people pass on and uh, and you've been a huge help to me and to the virtual department, and now we are adding MC Chad to that department, mm-hmm. along with Jeff and David and Don from video. Uh, we have created the Washington Town Virtual Department, and um, which can be seen at wtaphoto.com slash virtual events. And now back to our regular scheduled program. So, uh, you know, what has that been like for... <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, we did a really... Couple of really cool weddings together back over the summer, yeah. uh, and now we have been doing a lot of a lot of funerals, which is something that we're not wired for, but have completely have the skill set for. Um, last week when I was out of town, you you picked up the reins and ran with a a three part, very complicated Thursday Friday event. Um, what is that? What is that side of the event business been like for you to make that? I don't want to use the word pivot, but certainly step into unfamiliar territory.
2: Once again, I, we, we kind of opened with this, uh, you, you asked me about, you know, these new endeavors I got into last year, much like you created Visual Wow, which is an amazing podcast. I'm, a, I'm an entertainer by nature, uh, it's my full time job, uh, over, I mean, overclock job, I work overtime being an entertainer. Uh, so I knew that I had to repurpose my skills, right? And that's the same thing you did, you pivoted and repurposed your skills to su- supply a market that needed something now is a higher quality than, oh, I'll have a friend just shoot a Zoom and hope for the best, right? So, when it came to repurposing uh, my entertainment skills, it just felt natural to kind of go into this virtual space and be a host for these, these events like we're currently on Zoom and Facebook right now, where we're kind of pivoting conversations and doing it kind of in a talk show way, as opposed to, The typical Zoom, when you get on, it's a corporate Zoom, so you're listening to someone speak and you have her on, and you're on your phone, you have another window open, it's not entertaining or engaging. So we've kind of flipped that uh, with your idea of having the virtual events and bringing myself and Chad on. But in speaking about the funerals specifically, Talking about like repurposing skill sets, you know, I said it. I run a hundred percent, a thousand percent of the time. It's dialing out hundred percent down to one percent, and realizing that you know this isn't about the the Pernell show or the Chad show or the Jack Hartman show no this is a celebration for a life that has contributed to many many lives and uh, having people who are experiencing it virtually get that feeling and have that connect with them because like i spoke about before it's too easy to hop on these things and open another window and actually do work and just appear like you're on the zoom right but it's different it's different to pull that family member or that friend into the experience and make them realize, yes, you can't attend in person, but you can attend here. You can be present. And the product that we're going to make after this is going to be something that's going to be cherished by this family that brought us on. We'll appreciate to the end of time. So it's, I spoke, I spoke to chat about it. It's, it's endearing. It's, it's amazing to witness people celebrating. Um, You know, when I initially, you asked me to initially get involved with the funerals, I was like, come on, bro. Right. Right. Do you Uh, you know me?
1: (laughs) Right. No, I, I, you know, it's, it's a funny thing about, about zoom. When you're talking about weddings and bar mitzvahs, I feel like zoom has become an extension of bringing people together that can't come to the event for travel, for COVID, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But Zoom for funerals has become something where I think it brings people together that never could have or would have come to the funeral. Um, and and that doesn't really matter on how old or young the person was or how they passed but there's a lot of people that are, if you will, not exactly don't have the stomach for graveside. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and death is something that's not easy for a lot of people to deal with. Uh, in the course of the last six months, we have dealt with young people and old people, mm-hmm. uh, a 95-year-old Holocaust survivor who died of natural causes, but but had two living sisters, one in Moscow and one in Toronto, they had 150 people internationally on the Zoom session for the funeral. And when the service was over, there was a, a complete family reunion going on in Russian. I should have got your wife to jump on board with it. Uh,
2: she would have, but, she, she could have translated it for you. <laughs>
1: but but from Toronto to Moscow, which was three o'clock in the morning, Moscow time, you know, it was it was just unbelievable how people came together for the funeral. And even as recently as these last couple of weeks, that we've done some some events where 150, 250 people. Logging on to pay their respects to someone who has passed from all over the country, from all over the world. I really think it's one of the caveats of, of this horrible COVID that we've gone through, and the advent of of, of Zoom coming out of the woodwork to, to step up and to be able to handle these for people. I, I think it's just been something really fantastic for the industry and and really allowing people to celebrate together and and to share together in a, in a way that they haven't been able to be before. And then as well. So many of us are so cooped up at home and not being able to do our normal livelihoods. It really gives people a chance to mm-hmm. just exercise their the, the warm spot in their brains and in their hearts to share with family members. And there's no other reason for them to come together.
2: Yeah, I mean, you, you. I mean, I've witnessed it. I you. Like I said, I thought I went when you asked me to originally get involved with the funeral aspect, I went into it thinking this is going to be a morbid experience. I'm going to have to dial myself way back. But it's I'm telling you, there has been. And for anyone who doesn't know, we're actually on these. On these funerals, or we're, we're, we're uh, virtually zooming the the viewing or the the burial. Um, it's not like we're having conversations like this. Now we're Correct. we're standing by, um, and if people have questions, we answer questions. We let them know what's going on, etc. But the whole point of what we're attempting to do, um, and the whole point of our services, is we're trying to capture the moments and create a product for the family where. Um, at the end of the service or at the very beginning of the service, we're asking these family members and friends to basically say what they would say if that person were still alive to their face over Zoom. So then we can capture those moments and create a product where we can basically have a highlight for the family to witness. That way, it's, it's like they were there. I mean, they're saying all the words that they would say in person. Um, and then they get they have the, they have the opportunity to play it over and over and over again. So that to me, once I once that clicked, once I did that first one, and the first ten minutes went by, and I was like, "This is actually beautiful." It was it was like it it clicked in my mind, and I was like, "This, this is." It's, it's,
1: it's really cool. I, I completely agree with you. Hey, but I'm going to give a shout out to my uncle Abe. Wow. I Abe, nice. Nice to see you showing up on, on, uh, on Facebook here. Yeah, he's my... down in, uh, he's down in Miami, Florida, enjoying some much warmer weather than we're having here.
2: Oh, I, I don't like your uncle Abe anymore. <laughs>
1: uh, I love my uncle Abe. I love my uncle Abe and I love my aunt Naomi. I hope you guys are doing well down there. Thanks for chiming in and, and, uh, and showing your best here on Facebook. But, um, <laughs> You know for before we wrap up, why don't you uh, let the world know how to get best get a hold of you and uh, and in the different marketplaces and social channels that you have?
2: Yeah. So, uh, so the easiest way actually, and I, I always, people tell me not to do this, but I still do it anyway. You guys can always reach out to me on social media. All my clients, if any of my clients are watching, everyone knows like Jack knows what Melissa, I friend every single person I ever speak to on Facebook. So um, if you're a client of mine, if I'm doing a bar mitzvah, you already know Pernell Thurman on Facebook. But if you want to reach out to me professionally, you can always email me pernell at washingtontalent.com. That's P. P-U-R-N-E-L-L at washingtontalent.com. I won't give my Twitch channel a plug because it is rated mature. uh, And I don't want to encourage anyone to come and attend, especially because I'm not in character. This isn't a character. This is who I am 24 seven. But when I'm with my bros and we're playing intense video games, this filter does come off, <laughs> so uh, it is it is rated mature. But it's a personality that I created. His name is Thermite. So that's X Thermite X, sort of like my last name. Um, and those are really the 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 three platforms that it's easiest to get in contact with me. Uh, but once again, professionally, definitely Purnell at WashingtonTalent.com. Um, that way, if you have any questions, I know a lot of questions come up, Jack, and I know you get it we get it daily. It's like, how do I pull this off? The question that comes up, I want to do this, but I'm not sure how to do it. How do I pull this off? And Jack, Jack has created many solutions and I've just taken his solutions and just kind of picked it apart here and there and just added my little flair to it. And it's, we've created some great products and people always want to know, Jack, how much will this cost? It's, it's a new market. It's, we figure it out. We, we figure we, it we, out. <laughs> we, you
1: know, I was talking to one of my colleagues the other day from another another industry, and we were joking about the fact that even though Washington Town is a 55-year-old company and, and I'm in business more than 30 years myself, you know, as COVID starts to let go of its grip of our industry, we're all startups again. Yeah. And we may have a solid financial backbone and great leadership and all that kind of good stuff. But at the end of the day, we're all startups again. And, and the companies that have the history in the marketplace, hopefully, I, I, speaking for our own company, I, I feel very strong about, about our, our stability going into the new market. But I am concerned about our, our friends and peers who are more one-man shows and yeah. and trying to figure out. and. And I think Washington talent for 50 years has been a kind of beacon for people to hold on to. And we're, will continue to do that, uh, as we move forward. And, and, uh, You know, if you're any part of showing the strength of our company and the way we step up to get the job done for our clients on behalf of the Washington talent world, uh, again, without being redundant, we're all very proud of you. And I personally, I think it's just badass how you've stepped up and and what you've been doing with the company. I wish you nothing but great success uh, in the Philly market. Don't don't leave us too much uh, in the dark here in D.C. Anything you want to add to the piece of the equation here before we wrap up?
2: No, Jack, um, once again, I, I, I'm in awe by everything that it is that you've accomplished in your 30 years in business. I, Whenever your name comes up in conversation, it's only nothing but great things. Uh, it, I mean, I've got clients that, I, that will tell you my words are always sincere about you being a pioneer and about you always being at the forefront and the precipice of great things and what you've done. And for everyone out there who's, who's still watching, who's still like the virtual space it's nowhere near as easy as it sounds. And I'm I'm not even selling it short. It's 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 very difficult. There's a lot of moving pieces. It's not simply turning on turning on a camera, putting a light on, and giving someone a mic. It's quite the opposite. And Jack has taken the entire process and has created a team around him of individuals that have the best intentions on growing this product. So um, I appreciate you dumping 30 years of knowledge into something that's I, brand new. I did
1: not bring you on the program today to give me a shameless plug like that. No, I-,
2: I, I appreciate it. Because without you, I, I wouldn't be doing, I, I wouldn't, I just, I got off of Zoom. I got off a of Zoom that I hosted from 3.30 to 5 o'clock right before we, we did our podcast because of the skill set that you shared with me. Um, so now I know how to how to do this on my own. So it was a very successful event. We got a lot of great feedback. Um, so I I attribute that to you.
1: Well, I appreciate that a lot, Prudell. I I, uh, I I enjoy teaching as much as I enjoy doing, and uh, you've been a, a great. I don't want to call you a student because. You know, you kind of learned by osmosis, but you, you've always been one to step in behind a good beating drum. And uh, I've, I've appreciated your support for a long, long time. And and uh, I hope you you know you can always count on me as you move forward. And and uh, we got a lot of great things to conquer together up in the Philly market and and continuing to nurture the customers that we have here in DC. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I think, I think we are gonna bring the, the Purnell Thurman show to a close now. Uh, I think he wants to keep going here. Uh, oh, I, can I can go all uh, at night. How, how yeah. many more hours you got? Uh, no, I don't have any more hours for you. I had you know, we, we did, what, an hour and a half together this morning?
2: And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've, been, and, we've been together for about three hours today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
1: been a lot of time with you and me today. So to that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on behalf of all of us here at the Visual Out Podcast, which is becoming a broadcast the way things are seemingly. Hey, and listen, I want to say one other thing to the listening audience. We had almost a, a 10-day hiatus two weeks ago. Uh, because Monica and I went back out on the road, and and we were uh, we're photographing the Transcend Dance Tournament, uh, which is a big project that we we finished uh, right when COVID began last year, and, and here it started up in Salt Lake City uh, in the first week of February, and and we missed ten days of broadcasting, uh, ten days of putting out product here on the Visual Al Podcast, and and our numbers did not move one bit. As a matter of fact, our numbers went up with people listening to older episodes. And uh, like I said, we're pushing 6,000 people on a regular download basis here at at Visual Wow. If you're listening to our show from abroad or locally, let us know what you think of the program. Give us some feedback. Jack at visualwow.com. We really, truly appreciate that. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Uh, We are an extension of you. We don't know if we're doing uh, good or bad unless you tell us, and we respect everything that you say. That all said, for myself, for my lovely wife, Monica, who is not with us this evening, for the entire production team behind the Visual Podcast, M.C. Purnell, and the magnificent empire of Washington talent, just located outside of the nation's capital, Rockville, Maryland. Purnell, thank you for your time tonight.
2: I appreciate it. Uh,
1: it's been uh, almost good to see you the entire day and I would like a day off, I would like a day off from you tomorrow uh, from it's not uh, <laughs> Good night, and thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate having you here. We'll see you next time. Take care, bye-bye.
0: Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.